Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. So in news that should surprise no one, Bud Light sales have continued to plummet since the Dylan Mulvaney controversy in April, to the point where at least one production plant has been forced to shut down. According to a report by WRAL News, the drop in Bud Light sales is causing a glass plant in Wilson, North Carolina to shut down the factory mid-July. That is going to cost 400 employees their jobs, which is not the news you want to hear at the best of times, let alone in these trying economic times. Now just in case you don't remember what all the fuss was about, this was the little promo that Dylan did for Bud Light back on that fateful day. Hi! Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So, I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way it's a cause to celebrate. This month I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money too. Love ya! Cheers! Go team! Whatever team you love, I love too. Okay. Love ya. Okay. Break a leg. Woo! It was that video, plus this beer can, that sparked a conservative boycott of the beer brand. Apparently, Middle America didn't appreciate their favorite beer, partnering with someone who portrayed womanhood in such a condescending, sexist way, while advocating for so-called gender-affirming care for minors. Funnily enough, beer business daily publisher Harry Schumacher recently outlined the worst on Fox News. Industry is still surprised that Bud Light's trends have, haven't improved. And um, in fact, they just get a little bit worse. Uh, in the latest week of data from Nielsen, Bud Light volumes were down 31%. That was for the week going into Father's Day. And uh, I will say that the entire beer industry did not do well for Father's Day. I don't know if uh, Americans just weren't drinking as much or if they're drinking wine as spirits. But the fact remains that uh, Bud Light's trends were down even worse and uh, Miller Light and Coors Light are still up in the 20 something percent range. And so it's it's really the trends have remained almost the same since about mid-May. And it's just now it's almost like business as usual because there's a 15 dollar rebate on 15 packs, which in many markets makes it makes it basically free to the consumer. So 
uh, you know, giving the beer away. They're increasing the marketing spend. They've come out with a new summer ad. They've come out with a new ad that celebrates their employees throughout the supply chain. So as you can see, all is not well in Bud Light Land and ha hasn't been since they sent Dylan Mulvaney that infamous can with Dylan's face on it. Now that's not to say they haven't tried to fix the situation. In addition to new advertising, they even willed out the CEO of Anheuser-Busch, Brendan Whitworth, on CBS last week to do some damage control. Knowing what you know now, if you could go back, would you send this can to this one person again? There's a, a big social conversation taking place right now, and big brands are right in the middle of it. And it's not just our industry or Bud Light. It's happening in retail, it's happening in fast food. And so for us, what we need to understand is, deeply understand and appreciate is the consumer and what they want, what, what they care about, and what they expect from, from big brands. So this is a part of why you're getting it from all sides, because I asked you, would you do it again? And people on the on the trans rights side of things, supporting that community, want you to say, yes, of course, we want that fortitude. Uh, and, and, and people on the right would criticize you for saying yes. So where are you on the issue? I mean, was this a mistake? You know, we, uh, Bud Light has supported LGBTQ since 1998. So that's 25 years. And as we've said from the beginning, We'll continue to support the communities and organizations that we've supported for decades. Mm -hmm. But as we move forward, um, you know, we want to focus on what we do best, which is brewing great beer for everyone, uh, listening to our consumers, being humble and listening to them, uh, making sure that we do right by our employees, take care uh, and support our partners, and ultimately make an impact in the communities that we serve. Obviously, Brendan Whitmore tried to sit very unattractively on the fence as to the question of whether he would partner up with Dylan again. And look, why wouldn't he try to fence it? The problem that Bud Light had was that they tried to play both sides. They copped flat from conservatives for partnering with Dylan in the first place, walked back the connection with Dylan to try to minimize the damage, but then, of course, copped flat from the left for not sticking with and defending their partnership with Dylan. And to be honest, Fair enough. If you put your stake in the ground, you can't just suddenly pull it out and expect it not to leave a mark. So as it turned out, they faced boycotts from both sides of politics over the same issue for different reasons, hence the plummeting sales that don't look like they're going to pick up anytime soon. Anyway, the party that has been notably quiet in all of this is in fact Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan offered no comment in the wake of the um, kerfuffle, so to speak, and maintained that silence for weeks. Until now. Dylan has finally spoken out on TikTok, of course, about Bud Light, the beer can, and the whole reaction. And to be honest, I kind of agree with a lot of what Dylan had to say. Let's watch this, but in stages, because it's quite a long statement for TikTok. Hi. One thing I will not tolerate people saying about me is that I don't like beer because I love beer and I always have. Um, I built my platform on being honest with you and what I'm about to tell you might sound like old news, but you know that feeling when you have something uncomfy like sitting on your chest? Well, that's how I feel right now. So this feels like the right thing to do. I took a brand deal with a company that I loved and I posted a sponsored video to my page and it must have been a slow news week because the way that this ad got blown up, you would have thought I was like on a billboard or on a TV commercial or something major. But no, it was just an Instagram video. Okay, 
This is disingenuous of Dylan. Dylan is not stupid and would be aware of just what a force social media is when it comes to not just advertising but also news media and the online culture war. Dylan has nearly 2 million followers on Instagram and millions more on TikTok and probably millions more again who watch but don't follow. A large-scale social media influencer like Dylan, particularly one who has attracted such controversy, is just as consequential as a TV commercial or a billboard, possibly more so, when you consider that Dylan's critics are also always on the lookout for something to comment on, guilty, as well as Dylan's fans, all of which, as I mentioned, Dylan would know. And the wildest part is that they also sent me one can with my face on it, you might have seen it, and funny story, I had the can around my house, but then I realized, wait, I need to protect this can. So I hid it somewhere, and now I can't find it because I hid it so well. But when I do find it, I feel like it needs to go in a museum, preferably behind bulletproof glass. And you might be thinking, Dylan, why bring it up now? I, I'm bringing it up because what transpired from that video was more bullying and transphobia than I could have ever imagined. And I should have made this video months ago, but I didn't. And I was scared and, and I was scared of more backlash and, and I felt personally guilty for what transpired. So I patiently waited for things to get better, but surprise, they haven't really. And, and I was waiting for the brand to reach out to me, but they never did. Okay, a couple of things on this. First, that reference to bulletproof glass Dylan is referring to this reaction from musician Kid Rock when Dylan first uploaded the Bud Light ad. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. Even I thought that was a little much. Second, probably Dylan's instinct not to say anything at the time was the correct one. I remember how heated the climate was back in April when all of this blew up. Any messaging from Dylan would likely have inflamed things even further. Third, regardless of what your opinion of Dylan is, the fact Bud Light did not reach out at any point, I think, is completely outrageous. I mean, I know Dylan is not technically an employee of theirs, so they don't necessarily have that same duty of care. But still, from a human and also a public relations perspective, like surely a quick email or a phone call to say, hey Dylan, are you okay, would have been appropriate. Just total incompetence from Bud Light on all fronts, seriously. And for months now, I've been scared to leave my house. I have been ridiculed in public. I've been followed. And I have felt a loneliness that I wouldn't wish on anyone. And I'm not telling you this because I want your pity. I am telling you this because if this is my experience from a very privileged perspective, know that it is much, much worse for other trans people. For a company to hire a trans person and then not publicly stand by them is worse in my opinion than not hiring a trans person at all because it gives customers permission to be as transphobic and hateful as they want. And, and the hate doesn't end with me. It has serious and grave consequences for the rest of our community. And, and you know, we're customers too. 
I know a lot of trans and queer people who love beer, and I have some lesbian friends who could drink some of those haters under the table. Okay. I agree totally when Dylan says that for them to hire a trans person and then not stand by them is worse than not hiring a trans person in the first place. It's like I said earlier in the video, when you plant your stake in the ground, you can't just yank it out suddenly and expect it not to leave a mark. And Hauser Bush made the commitment, they rang the proverbial bell, so to speak, then they weaseled out when the going got tough, which was a mistake because, as Dylan inferred, it ticked off a whole nother Bud Light customer base. And I'm not talking about just LGBT customers, but also all the breeders on the left who hold themselves up as so-called allies, which really illustrates the problem with companies jumping into the culture war in any capacity, doesn't it? You can try to hit your ESG targets all you want, but at the end of the day, you're only going to piss people off. Really, companies should just sell stuff. That's the safest way to go about things, surely. But to turn a blind eye and pretend everything is okay, it just isn't an option right now. And, and you might say, but Dylan, I, I don't wanna get political. Babe, supporting trans people, it shouldn't be political. There should be nothing controversial or divisive about working with us. And, and I know it's possible because I've worked with some fantastic companies who care, but, but caring about the LGBTQ plus community requires a lot more than just a donation somewhere during Pride Month. And all this to say, bottom line, is that if you follow me, if I've made you smile, if you care about me, I need you to care about every trans person. And I need you to support us, and I need you to stand by us. And just like that, Dylan has been awakened to the faux activism of big corporations when it comes to woke social causes. Be it Pride Month, be it Black Lives Matter, be it Me Too, whatever, throwing around a donation here or there to keep your ESG score up does not an activist make. Dylan's video really seems to be Dylan's moment of being blackpilled in a funny sort of way. I mean, Dylan has realized that even companies that claim to care don't really care that much. However, Dylan is again being very disingenuous by saying that supporting and working with trans people isn't political, given the fact that currently women's rights, by which I mean adult human females' rights, are slowly but surely being eroded by the trans lobby. Whether it's women's sports or women's spaces, you all know what I am talking about. There is now a kind of tug of war between old-fashioned female-centric feminism and radical gender theory, and it really seems like radical gender theory has the upper hand. That is very political. And for Dylan to say brands working with trans people shouldn't be political or divisive, when Dylan literally did an ad for Nike women's sports bras, despite the fact Dylan is male and does not have breasts, and has made multiple videos obsessing over tampons and then patronized the women who voice their concerns about that obsession is just the height of hypocrisy. That or it's just a massive lack of self-awareness. I mean, sheesh. But stepping back a little though, I have on occasion mulled over the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light controversy over the past couple of months, particularly since Bud Light sales have just continued to get worse. Normally these boycotts seem to have a much shorter life than this, but as Harry Schumacher said earlier in the video, these lower sales for Bud Light are now just business as usual. So what was it about Dylan, about this particular partnership that caused such a virulent reaction? Not from the left, I understand, I understand why they were mad, but why did conservatives, and I'm also guessing your average apolitical normie as well, given the scale of the boycott, really double down on this? Like, I don't think this would have happened 18 months or so ago. 
I think it's because over the past year or so, the trans lobby, not to be confused with trans people generally, by the way, I'm talking about political activists, many of which aren't trans, appear to have turned their attention to children, be that through work school teachers, be that through drag events for children, or advocating for teenage girls to have double mastectomies because they are uncomfortable with their breasts, there are a number of arrows pointed in that direction. Dylan has advocated for gender-affirming care for minors when speaking to Joe Biden at the White House, as I mentioned earlier. I think political commentator and author Douglas Murray sums it up perfectly. A poll that just got published in the United States showed that among the general population, support for gay marriage has been starting to decline in the last year. Why is that? It's because the arguments that actually brought about liberal rights for all minorities in the last few decades have started to get turned on their head and turned against people. What is the source of that? It is the gender ideology movement. What is the tripwire for the general public? It is children. It is people learning that their children are being taught nonsensical things. It is being seen by the wider public, most of whom are heterosexual and don't need to identify as cis or anything else. It is being seen from that vantage point as the LGBTQIA plus movement losing control of itself. And so a backlash is starting. And the backlash is coming because people are lying to children and are using children for medical experiments. There's nothing oh, funny ridiculous. about that. There's nothing that, that should cause levity in that. It should be treated by adults seriously. All in all, the big mistake the left made with this stuff was bringing the kids into it. In the case of Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney was the unfortunate cat who got kicked, but the whole thing represents a much, much deeper and growing resentment than one singular trans activist. Let me know what you think in the comments below.